Welcome back to Keep Going Cat Radio. I am your host, Cat. We're going to be jumping right in today, and today I'm going to be talking about closing the gap. This is something that I teach my clients, and it's something that can be very useful if you set goals and you're like super motivated and you're like, I'm going to work out a bunch of times this week and I'm going to eat super healthy. And then when it comes down to actually executing those plans, you tend to fall short. And I know that this is something that a lot of people deal with and and it struggle with. And a lot of the times it's because one, you probably have set the bar so high that when it comes down to actually doing the damn thing, the goal that you have set for yourself, the intention that you have set for yourself is so crazy out of whack with what will actually be able to fit in with your lifestyle. So on past episodes, I have talked to you guys about the bare minimum non-negotiable, and that is something that can be extremely helpful for making goals that are actually feasible that you will actually have the time to execute. But what I want to talk about is more so what you can do on the day of a workout. So say you decide tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up super early and I'm going to get a workout in before work because I looked over my schedule and that is the best time for me to get it done. And then in the morning when your alarm goes off and you're like, screw this, I want to stay in bed. Um, Hello, totally normal. But there are a few things that you can do to set yourself up for success. So I think the number one thing that you can do, especially if you plan on working out early the next morning, is laying out that workout gear before, the night before, go into your closet, find your favorite pair of leggings. I know everybody has like, 10 pairs of leggings and they only have one pair that they actually like. You've got the one sports bra that actually is comfortable. You've got the one pair of workout shoes that you actually like. So instead of you having to dig through your closet in the morning when you are already tired, have that gear set out the night before. So when you roll out of bed, that workout gear is already set up and ready for you to rock it. The other thing I think is super helpful is having a a clear idea of what workout that you are going to do. So my clients in, in my program, they are able to open the KGK app and they have recommended workouts for them for the week. If you aren't in my program, know exactly what workout that you are going to do. Shameless plug, I have some free ones on my website, but if you're not in my program, hello, what are you doing? (laughs) Get signed up so you can get access to that app. But having an idea of what you're going to do the night before makes it so much easier. So when your brain is tired in the morning, you're not on top of that having to find your outfit and then also figure out programming for your workouts. So I've been doing this for eight and a half years and I have a very clear picture of science-based programming, how to put together workouts that make sense, the the order that things that should the order things that should be done. So in order for you to get the best results, I've already got all of that knowledge. So instead of my clients having to figure all of that out, they know they can hit play and follow along. So number two, so other than number one, having that workout gear laid out, number two is going to be knowing exactly what workout that you are going to do. So that's another thing you don't have to think about in the morning. The next would be to give yourself some time to be into it. I don't know anybody that wakes up in the morning and is like, yippee, it's time to go do squats and is so excited. Like, 
that's where some grit and follow through has to come into play. That's where doing the work is going to make the biggest difference. So that is the moment where you push through that feeling of I don't feel like it and think about how good you are going to feel on the other side of getting that workout done. In general, I find it takes about five minutes into a workout for those endorphins to start flowing. You start to you know, turn your brain off and just go through the movement. So commit to at least the first five minutes of the workout. Give yourself some time before you say, screw it, I don't feel like it. If we are completely dressed, you know exactly what workout that you're going to do, give yourself at least five minutes before you say, screw this, I'm not doing it. In doing this, you have kind of closed that gap between saying you're going to get a workout done and actually getting it done. So if you're giving yourself this 15, 20 minute period of like trying to find your workout gear, scrolling through Pinterest, trying to find what freaking workout that you're going to do, by the time it, it rolls around to you actually getting it done, you've probably eaten up that time that you've allowed for yourself even to do the workout. So if we can do some pre-gaming, some pre-prep before you're going to actually get the workout in the day before, it then allows you the morning of to step into that goal and get it done. I want to remind you guys, you cannot rely on motivation if you want to make a massive change. It is going to require consistency and showing up certain days when you do not feel like it. I can't tell you how many days when I was losing the 65 pounds that I would like hoe and hum and bitch and moan and I did not feel like doing it. But I was so committed to the vision of where I was headed that I knew if I continued to check those boxes, the progress was going to happen. So if you can get a clear picture of like, this is who I want to be. This is the the healthier, happier version of myself. This is where I'm heading. Ask yourself what that version of yourself would do today. Would they do a workout? Would they drink the water? Would they, you know, make the healthy meals? Yeah, probably so. So instead of waiting until you are fit or feel super motivated to get consistent with your workouts, start to build that consistency with yourself now. So if we can wake up and get a workout done the same time every day, it makes it a lot easier. One, your circadian rhythm will start to adjust. So if you are not a morning person and you are deciding for the first time to start implementing exercise early in the morning, one, it's gonna take you some time to adjust to that new sleep schedule. So if you are right now a night owl and you're staying up late, but you know in your heart of hearts, first thing in the morning is the best time for you. You know if you wait until the afternoon, you're going to skip it. Start to shift that bedtime 10, 15 minutes earlier each night and start to set that alarm a little bit earlier in the morning. Your workout does not need to be an hour long to be um to give you progress, like you do not need to do these hour long workouts in order to see results. What you do need to do is follow concise programming and we can talk about that in another podcast, but knowing that if you get up when your alarm goes off, get dressed right away and jump right into the workout, then that consistency will start to build. In the consistency, you will find the motivation. So when you do something consistently over a long period of time, that's when the results start to come and that is where the motivation comes from. But for now, you have to rely on some grit, some elbow grease. Every fit person that you see has pushed past several feelings of, I can't do this. And then they realize that they can and then that's when the motivation happens. So you kind of have to turn off your brain that, 
mean girl on the bench that's like, you're not even going to do this. Just stay in bed. Like, it doesn't matter. We need to shut her up and tell her to sit down and let that highest operating version of ourselves step in and, and do the work. So let's get the obvious out of the way. Obviously, the major benefit of you doing your workout in the morning is there is a higher chance of you getting it done. But exercise also energizes you for the rest of the day. You you go into that day also with that gratifying feeling of I said I was going to do the thing and then I did the damn thing and now I feel really good about myself. It's like that confidence boost. But studies have actually shown that exercise significantly increases your mental activity. So if you're feeling like brain fog or groggy throughout the day, when you get that exercise in first thing in the morning, you are going to feel more mentally alert for the rest of the day. And regular exercise is also going to give you a higher quality of sleep. So if you find yourself being more tired throughout the day right now, implementing early morning exercise can be a really good way to regulate your circadian rhythm. When you exercise at the same time every day, especially if you wake up regularly at the same time, you're regulating your body's circadian rhythm. So your body learns you're going to do the same thing about at the same time every day and watch. Once you start to do this for a period of time, you're going to start to wake up before your alarm or right when your alarm is going off. So if you're like, you sold me, I'm going to start working out first thing in the morning. Start to slowly set that that bedtime routine. So I know on my iPhone, I have the option to set a bedtime reminder and send send my butt to bed instead of <laughs> staying up late watching Emily in Paris or whatever it is. Start slowly adjusting your bedtime earlier each night. I also recommend cutting back your screen time about 40 minutes to an hour before bed each night. And I know that that one is usually the hardest one for people. We want to lay in our bed, scrolling through our phone, but the blue light is not only keeping you up and it's also keeping your brain really alert. And then the other thing you can do is what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast is setting yourself up for success the night before by laying out your workout gear and choosing a workout. So creating the habit of exercising first thing in the morning will help you build that consistency work with that with your workout routine. And that is the best way to see results is by staying consistent. And remember, major changes to your life happen with small daily changes. Your habits, your rituals, and your routines create your life. So if we start to zoom out and look and go, what are my overall habits? What are my rituals and routines? Is it staying up super late and then sleeping until the last minute, rolling out of bed and going straight to work, having a stressful day at work, getting off, going right to having a drink and making dinner and then repeat process, we're not going to be where we want to be in life. It's up to us to start to create that schedule and figure out, okay, how can I adjust my habits and my rituals and my routines to reflect where I'm going? That's where tapping into that highest operating version of yourself is really helpful. You can ask yourself, what would the best version of myself do? And now how can I start to implement those habits, rituals, and routines into my life right now? When I started my journey, I was in no way the version of myself that I am now. 
I think people assume that I was like this ultra motivated, like superhuman, but really it started with feeling extremely uncomfortable in my body. I was about six weeks postpartum with my son Rocco, who is now nine years old, and I had gained nearly 70 pounds during my pregnancy, and I just didn't feel like myself. And one day in scrolling on Instagram between nursing and diapering, I happened upon the Fit Mom tag. And it inspired me to start home workouts and eat healthy. So there is no shame in getting that quick spark of inspiration and motivation, but we have to kindle that spark. It's not going to create a roaring flame without us putting in that work of kindling the fire. Once I started to build the consistency and work out regularly, the progress that I saw in my progress photos that happened after several weeks of doing it is what gave me the most fire. But where I started was with figuring out what my why was. So if you've listened to past podcasts or read my content, you know that I grew up with a mom who was not the healthiest, who didn't take care of herself, and she ended up having, her heart went into arrhythmia and she went into a coma. She was severely overweight at the time. And so when I had my son, I made the commitment to being the healthiest version of myself that I could be. So that was my why, and I encourage you, ask yourself, what is your why? What inspires you to get fit? And what's the one reason that you are doing this so you can keep that front and center? And for me, being a healthy the example for my son at the time and now for my daughter is really what keeps me going. The other thing that's extremely helpful is creating accountability. I created accountability by starting an Instagram and got tons of followers and had all these eyeballs on me. That made me accountable. But on a smaller scale, you can join a a fitness community. You can tell friends and family and people around you what your goal is. And having people there to check in with you and stay, keep you on track is extremely helpful. The other important thing that you can do is take progress pictures. The scale is not going to give you the full picture of the changes that you're making, but when you take progress pictures, it is so incredibly motivating. So take them early on in your process. I know a lot of people wait until they've been doing it for a while to then start taking the pictures. Take them early on and then retake them every few weeks. Consistently challenging yourself is another fun way to stay motivated. So if you decide, I want to be able to do a push-up or several push-ups or a pull-up or hold a plank longer, setting those athletic goals then will turn into aesthetic progress. And then if you measure those goals, so say now you can barely do a single push-up, Start to set a timer for one minute. See how many push-ups that you can do in a minute and start to build that over time. So what is measured will make progress, but if we are not finding a way to measure that progress, it's very difficult to even realize that that it's happening. Also, falling in love with the process. If you are doing something that you hate, you are not going to be consistent. So if you aren't having fun, like what's the point? Find workouts that you love, try new workouts, try new cooking recipes, make the journey fun and enjoyable for yourself. This week I am challenging you to step into that highest operating version of yourself. Close the gap in between what you say you will do and what you actually do. If you can do a little bit of pre-planning, you can make magic happen in your life. 
I am so excited to watch you implement these habits. And if any of this was helpful for you, take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and post it on your story. I love seeing you guys utilize these tools that I hand you. Remember that any coach, any fitness professional is not your handyman, but your toolbox. We can give you the tools, but we cannot make those tools work for you. You have to put the work in yourself. Have an amazing day. Drink lots of water. I love you all. Goodbye.